You're listening to the Empowering Process Podcast with your host, Gail Kraft. Listen as she holds frank discussions around how your purpose, being present, and trusting your power impacts your life. Whether you're an entrepreneur, leader, or developing your vision, you'll find wisdom and insights you can utilize right now. Welcome your host, Gail Kraft. just hit got it okay everybody hey it's gail craft here with the empowering process podcast and i have with me this amazing woman and her name is sunny yes s-u-n-n-e-e that's her name blake and sunny blake comes to us as a coach if you will as a personal trainer i would say sunny blake she's the founder of sunny blake fitness and she's on a mission to show people that being healthy can be quite simple and she specializes in helping successful professionals who have let their health slip been there done that <laughs> to refocus and reclaim their health so if you find yourself not quite where you used to be 20 years ago. She can absolutely help you get there and it can be virtual or in person. It really, really doesn't matter. And we're gonna talk about a little bit of how Sunny got here in the first place. Welcome, Sunny. Hi, thanks for having me, Gail. It's great. We're gonna talk about being stuck, the stuckedness, what's keeping yeah. you stuck and a little bit about you know what your experience was and you know, for me, I'll give you a, a brief you know, history with me or another story. So I have so many stories. I've gone through so much carpola in my life um, that every time I peel the onion and I think, oh, I got rid of that weight, something else comes up. I'm like, what's this? <laughs> right? But all of that weight, all of those experiences that we carry with us are reasons why we don't move ahead in certain areas, right? Reasons why we lose our breath when we think of, you know, what would success look like? Oh, I could never do that, right? And that's not true. We can all do that. And so um, I'll, I'll, I'll go woo-woo this time on you. So woo-woo, I recently had my face red. <laughs> okay, very interesting process. If you want to meet the woman, I'll introduce you. Um, and in the process, she, she said, you're still hanging on to a little bit of your father and a little bit of your mother. I'm like, what's there left? There's, there's nothing left, right? I, I've, I've hit like all the nails. So, you know, of course, so I, I thought about that for a bit. And um, your body knows, Sunny, you know that your body tells you everything. And so I ask my body before I go to sleep, all right, I want the answer. So while I'm dreaming, bring it up. And so I did that. And the story is, it's rather interesting. So my mom passed when I was three. So you would think how many stories could I have with her? I have quite a few. I remember a lot. And I do remember my father, when he decided it was time to date, using me as his dating technique. And his dating technique was, I'm a single father, all alone. My wife left me with this child and I'm loaded with being the father and the mother of a girl. I have no clue what I'm doing. And now I'm loaded with this guilt, right? Because as a child, you, you are so self-centered, you think you caused everything to begin with. Mm -hmm. And now I'm loaded with this guilt about 
oh, mom died and now I'm a burden on my father. So what did that transition to? And, and it transitioned into me never needing anybody's friggin' help for anything in my life. Mm. Right? Right? Like, don't bother. I got this. I don't need you. I got this. I'm not a burden to you. Don't worry about it. Right? So that yeah. was that, that was the like tough kid. Don't worry about it. And I don't have it. <laughs> right? I don't have my shit together. I'm still putting it together. Right? Right? right. <laughs> but how, how did that keep me stuck? Because I believed that I was a lone soldier and could do it on my own. I lost the opportunity to bring in resources when I should have. I lost the opportunity to embrace and nurture friends and family around me to help me move forward. I lost the opportunity to recognize when I had someone in my life that had my back because I didn't even see them because I had my shit together. I was going to do. So, so I was stuck because I was so sure that I could do it. And believe me, I had quite a few successes in my life, mm -hmm. um, but many of them, I would have them then lose them and have them then lose them and have them then lose them. It wasn't until I stopped my internal battle that I got unstuck to move forward and always move forward and always move forward. Mm -hmm. So Sunny, um, you weren't always a personal trainer. You weren't always ripped though. You, you look awesome. Um, <laughs> you, you had a life in the big C corporate world. Yep. Tell us a little bit about what was keeping you stuck and how you yeah. got out of it. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me. Well, what's super interesting is you said before you go to bed and you said the body doesn't lie and you know, you're asking for answers in your dreams. I'm like I had a dream about vampire rabbits last night. <laughs> I don't wonder what that means, but anyways, that's why I started laughing. Cause I was like, huh, I, I wonder what that is. But, but yeah, so back to your question. So as you know, but as you know, the viewers don't know, I worked in corporate America for 18 years straight out of college up until I was about, about five years ago. Um, you know, I got my degree in psychology and I did what you're supposed to do. I was brought up in a family where, you know, um, it was, more about job title, how many figures you're bringing in. That is what, so I'm a child of the eighties. So my parents were born in the forties and the fifties and they assimilate, you know, like we attribute success to being a lawyer, being a doctor, pulling in six figures, being an executive. So I did everything that I was supposed to do. And I immediately, you know, I got a job uh, working in the big NYC, so the big city for corporate. Um, and I worked in advertising, advertising agencies for, you know, for 18 years of my career. Um, I loved it, you know, for sure. It definitely built a lot of character. I lived in New York and I lived in Australia and I lived in Arizona. But what I found as I started to age and get older and, you know, really turn inwards and think like, what is motivating to me? I realized that I was living somebody else's path of success. If that makes, does that make sense? Absolutely. Um, yeah. And, you know, I had the title 
I had the salary. I was a boss lady. You know, I had teams reporting into me running multi-million dollar budgets, you know, for big, big, big companies. And like by external appearances, I was checking all the boxes, but internally, Gail, oh my God, I was a stress ball. I, at my last agency, I gained like immediately gained like 15 pounds. I couldn't sleep. I was so anxious and on edge all the time. And it, it was from the pressure of things, but it was also just because like internal, like I just wasn't happy. And I was like, but I should be happy. Like I'm checking all of these stereotypical boxes of success, but in, but like, there was just something really unsettling in inside of me. Um, yeah. And I started, I, I sought out a coach of my own. Um, I sought out a life coach and, you know, she kind of helped really start to like bring some, like started to part the clouds a little bit and help me realize that like, so I've been fit my entire life. I love working out. I love fitness, but I always thought that if I made my passion, my profession and my purpose that I would lose that passion and I would lose that inner flame. Um, started doing acupuncture, all of that. And then actually I just started to become really curious and started to notice people that were truly happy inside and out and, you know, moving forward with momentum and determination and what were the key themes of that. And you ask every single person, whether it's the number one trial attorney in Colorado or a professional basketball coach, and every single one of them are like, I do what I love and I love what I do. And that really propels me. Um, and I realized that I did, I had no idea. I was stuck for 18 years living somebody else's, uh, picture of success And the day that everything changed was the day that I left my last agency and I listened to the universe and success leaves clues and all these other doors started opening and I started to have people call me up and they're like, Oh my God, you're not working here anymore. Like, can you train me? Can you coach me? Can you, you know, you should really do this. Um, and that was, you know, full fledged six years ago and I, I really haven't looked back since. For, for me, um, you know, there is a, there's a sense of false security that corporate gives you. Oh, um, a thousand. A thousand percent, right? Well, you thousand. have a steady paycheck, you have a, a 401k or, you know, some kind of benefit, you have health insurance, you get, ooh, five weeks vacation if you're up there, <laughs> right? Right? I got four, <laughs> yeah, five weeks vacation. Oh, see, I've gotten as far as six, Uh, (laughs) right? Um, And, you know, they're never really vacations because their phone is coming with you, right? And you're still getting those calls. You're still getting those emails and you're still expected to respond even though you're in the Bahamas somewhere, right? So, um, So there's no freedom, right? There's no freedom. And I am a true believer that we're brought in place on this earth to explore and how can you explore if you put into a box and the key is locked and that's what it felt like to me right yes I was just like you successful I climbed the ladder I made lots of money had lots of vacations blah 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 and um and was miserable 
yeah miserable it was just just so god awful <laughs> right yeah and yeah. and again you know i can remember my brother saying you're making a big mistake you 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 might fail and and i'm like yeah i might fail and i might not fail if i put half the effort into my own business that i put into someone else's business i'll do pretty fine i'll do yeah. i'll do pretty fine right yeah. and yeah. and i don't <laughs> put half i don't put half the effort because i love what i'm doing right and so it's not effort if you get up in the morning and you go like this morning, like, so who am I meeting with today? Who's who am I going to record today? I've got two going today. Like, oh my God. So what are we going to talk about? All right. It's going to be so much fun. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. And there is value in what we provide. So you started to look in, right. <laughs> you started to get curious. I love that, you know, getting curious and, and observing both yourself and what other people were doing. And so when you left, did you leave? What were you thinking when you, you left? What do you think was going to happen? What did you think was going to come your way? In all honesty, I had no idea. It was a gigantic leap of faith in myself and in the universe. The day that I left, I, it was, I, it was terrifying let me be, let me be quite frank. It was not easy. It was terrifying. And you know, you're shaking and you're, Oh God, am I doing this? Am I doing this? But it's like what you said, like at the end of the day, you have to believe in yourself. And I'm a firm believer that we're given desires for a reason. And we wouldn't desire something without the capability of being able to execute on that desire. So that again, because I love that. Yeah. I said, um, I'm a firm believer that we're given desires for a reason and we wouldn't be able or capable of executing on a desire if we weren't given it in the first place. I love that. That is so true. You know, um, I've recently been telling a story about a woman I know who had amazing dreams and she was so I used to call her Pollyanna. That's how up she was, right? She's always, you know, oh, it's raining, but look at the beautiful clouds. And, you know, they're making pretty faces and look at what you can see and look at it's watering the plants and then look at the sun is out. Now the plants can grow, right? Everything was from a positive perspective. And she always had the dream. Mm-hmm. The dream is this is going to happen and this is going to happen. The dream is now she's older and never put any action to the dream Mm. and that Pollyanna is dead and she's sad, feels like she lost opportunities. She lost out. And, and I sat at her kitchen table one time and I looked at her and I said, you know, a dream without action is a nightmare. Yep. Right. And so those of you that are dreaming, and you're so afraid to take the next step. You're stuck in a nightmare because that desire is saying, hey, what about me? And your ego, your fear of losing material things is saying, oh, but you're fine just where you are. Let's mm-hmm. just stay right where you are. And, and you're miserable. And it gets harder and harder 
to be happy. Right. But you're miserable, but you're comfortable too. Yes. Comfortable in your misery. Let's talk about that. Like about predictability and comfort. I think the thing that I have to constantly remind myself every time I'm taking a leap or you get that like, oh goodness, like, am I really going to do this? Is like our primitive brain is designed to avoid pain and being uncomfortable and changing and growing and getting unstuck is painful in an essence, because we're so uncomfortable because there's no predictability there. So people often come up with these big dreams and desires And then you get really excited about it, right? Like who doesn't like say, here's what I'm going to do. And we get so excited. And then, and then our primitive brain comes in and it's like, ah, but you're losing your salary and you're losing your health insurance and you're losing predictability. And like, how are you going to pay for your car? Now you're going to be homeless. Who's going to come see you? You're going to be living in a box in the street. And then we're like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Like, I'll just stay where I am. And like, it's our brain, like, it's not our fault. It's the way our brain's designed. <laughs> exactly. That, and I love that. It's not our fault. So part of this getting stuck is also shame, guilt, right? Um, judgment, all of those things that we put on ourselves or we're afraid of from others, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah. <laughs> I have to be honest for me to become an entrepreneur, I got fired, right? And so I've been like up there and then Mm -hmm. this company had the balls to fire me, right? The audacity to fire me. And that's how I felt. How dare you, right? Right. But what it did, you know, I went through an anger stage and, you know, that's a whole other podcast that I, that I did. Um, Coming out of that, anger stage. I'm like, okay, so what is it that you do want, Gail? You so know what you don't want because, you know, they fired you because you didn't have what it took to leave. You weren't happy day one. You should have left and you did not. Mm -hmm. So you bring that unhappiness to the office. What do you think? Eventually they're going to say, yeah, goodbye. Yeah. So you, you know what you don't want as far as that experience. What is it about that that you didn't like? What is it about your experiences that you were happy at that you did like? And how do you take that and move forward in your life? Knowing what you don't like is as important as knowing what you do like. So Mm -hmm. anti-desire is as important as desire, right? Mm -hmm. For, For forging intention, right? And so I knew I always never wanted to work for a company again. So, okay, entrepreneur world, here I come. And, and, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I went a little comfortable and I got certified as a business process coach. So, you know, I'm, I'm certified in that. It's what I did anyway. It wasn't anything new to me, right? Um, and when I got that certification, I then thought, told them I said listen this is great process great you know I'm all about process six sigma all that stuff but I'm also smart enough to know it doesn't matter how good your process is people come first and if they're not on board 
they're not going to even hear you talk about your process. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to get me this thing called a life coaching certification. Right. So here I'm still now I'm not stuck because I have no choice. I was pushed out of the wagon. Right. And the wagon took right. off without me. Right. And forging, building a new one for myself. And so I knew that, yeah, this is fine. And I did some of that kind of work while I was exploring being an entrepreneur. And when I started doing the coaching, the life coaching, I'm like, holy crap, this, this is my desire. This, may, this is delicious to me. It's juicy, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so now I'm forging into a world that I have no clue about. I was comfortable doing process, it's what I did anyway, just mm -hmm. be my boss, right? And now I'm going into this world that I was, you know, not really brand new at because I learned that what I was doing as a boss was exactly what a coach does. But moving into the world of NLP, understanding the mind, right? Even some soul work, understanding the body, mind, soul connection, understanding mm -hmm. language and what's that telling you understanding emotions and what that means understanding the body because your body tells you more than what your mind does it gets more and more complex and i knew i was moving into a world that i was brand new to me and i was excited about it and that's what can help push you to being unstuck right, is being excited about it, you know, but my friend was excited about the dream, but didn't move. So, so, so what do you say about that, Sunny? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you hit on it before. I was actually talking, who's, I was talking to somebody the other day, and we were talking about um, the strengths and the weaknesses of vision boards. And Probably we both, me. <laughs> we both agreed that vision without action is worthless. So like I have my vision board that's on the wall next to my desk. And every time I feel like I'm getting stuck or I'm lacking motivation, or I need a little bit more determination, I look at my vision board and I utilize it to fuel me and to give myself action, right? Because I say this a lot, People like motivation, we can't rely on motivation all the time because motivation is highly emotional and it's fleeting and it's not going to be there at am when I'm waking up because, you know, I want to get some writing done before my first set of clients, like who's motivated to like pull themselves and keep their eyes open, but I'm determined because I'm determined to fulfill that vision board that I have staring down my face every day. That is, I'm, I'm going to do, you know? So, so yeah, I mean, it's like visions are great and affirmations are great, but not if we don't do anything for them. Right. Someone like, well, what do you think about affirmations? And I'm like, well, if you're just going to stand in the mirror and say, I am blah or da da da. And then, and then you sit down on your couch in your sweatpants and you eat bonbons and you're like, all right, the Range Rover is going to manifest itself. It's like, no, but if you use those affirmations to go out and, and to move and to forge forward, then affirmations are incredible. But that's making intentional, 
It's making yeah. intentional choices. So I have something for you, for you with your vision board. Yeah. Being a personal trainer, this is something that I heard of the other day and I started doing squats with weights and doing this. If you look at your vision board and exercise while you're saying, you know, I am getting the ranger, I am doing this or I am doing that, right? While you're working out, powerfully sinks into you and it'll be yeah. faster to to achieve yeah. it because now you're that energy because we are energy and that's a whole other podcast as well right we are energetic beings and if you light that fire get mm -hmm. that energy and get that focus with your body as well as your mind body, mind body soul we're connected yep. it's ridiculously successful yeah. And our bodies are designed for movement. Humans are designed to move and to be mobile. And yeah, and we create, right. Like we utilize energy and like energy can't be created or destroyed. It's always there. So it's like, well, how, how am I going to channel that energy? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and create more, right. Or tap mm -hmm. in, tap into more. So, um, so yeah. So another, conversation we could have is uh, an old book that I read called The Human Zoo. And it, okay. it, the author, he's an anthropologist, and he looks at humans like he would look at anything that he dug up, right? And his hypothesis is, if you take a look at the diseases we have, the stresses, the hives, the, the, the cancers even, that animals in the wild don't have, and then you look at the animals in the zoo who have stress, hives, cancer, because they're in a cage, right? Their freedom is gone. So have we created our own zoo mm. where we are on display for our neighbors, for our boss, for our spouse? We basically show up the way they expect us to show up. Like you said, not my dream, someone else's dream. Yeah. Right? It is incredibly exhausting to live a life of somebody else's expectations. Yeah. It's, it, I, I, I can't imagine a worse life than that. I'm actually getting goosebumps thinking about it. Like who wants to do that to say like, okay, I'm going to, you know what? Like, I'm just going to let society tell me what to do. Right. Like we were given this, we were given our brain, we were given our emotions, we were given our desires for a reason to think for ourselves and to create our own paths for our success, like for success for ourselves. Like how horrible would it be? Like, it'd be like living in prison. Like, okay, here's what you're going to do every single day. You're going to live out somebody else's or the societal norms of success. And it's like, I feel like every successful person out there reaches this point that you and I were talking about in the beginning where, where we get fed up or we get angry or we get fired or we get laid off or we wake up one morning in, and like in a beautiful house with, you know, all these outward appearances of what should make us happy and we're not happy. And there comes a point where we have to say enough, like, this is what I want. And I think what's crazy is, you know, working with a lot of people that I work with, sometimes they, people don't even know what they want. And there's a hell of a lot of work to even get there. It buried it so deeply. And this is, you know, when I was talking about what comes up for me these days are things that are like, what, how, how can there be anything left? I've done so much work on that. Oh, 
well, that's small, but significant, mm -hmm. right? And we've buried our desires because we were told to, we were raised to, right? Mm -hmm. Children should be quiet. They should be seen and not heard, right? No, you can't do that. Who said that you could do that? No, no, you need to do that. No, 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 right? Yeah. And so we like squish it, squish it, squish it, squish it, and don't even know how to dream. I had a, a client one time who came for business process purposes, um, wanted to do five-year planning. And his first words out of his mouth as he was backing up and his head down, my business is getting me down. So I put you know, the stickies and the magic markers down. I said, well, we're not going to work on a five-year plan for business that's getting you down. That makes no sense to me. Why don't we figure out why you're even in this business in the first place? And the man never dreamed as a child because mm. he grew up thinking he was going to take his father over his father's business and that didn't happen. And so as a child, you dream of being a fireman, you dream of being a policeman, you dream of being, you know, a, a, a model, you dream of these stupid dreams or not so stupid dreams, but you learn how to dream. Yeah. And you learn how to envision yourself in that role. And you learn how, what it feels like to step into that role in your mind. And if you can get to your desire, I'm getting goosebumps. If you can get into your desire, right, of what you want to achieve and then step the heck into it yeah that takes the energy we're talking about and gives you that spark to take that first step and if you can remember what that feels like and tap into that once a day not asking for a lot maybe in the morning maybe in the middle of the whatever just so i remember what that felt like i remember what it could be like i can imagine how it feels what am I going to do today to capture that feeling? What's the one mm -hmm. choice, right? And with you, mm -hmm. you work with, with people, yes, physically, but every personal trainer that I've worked, this is personal trainer, not a trainer, there's a difference, um, really taps into what's going on inside you, Gail, that we can work on physically to get it out. Yeah, yeah. Right. And I, yeah, and I want to be clear, I, I do health coaching. Right. So I'm a personal trainer and a life coach and a nutrition coach because it is all about taking the total person's life to craft, you know, to help get them unstuck. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 And it's, and it's unstuck in the comforts that we've created, the safety, mm -hmm. Um, parameters that we don't want to say. All right, so in the human zoo, right? If you open the door for someone to walk out, they're not going to walk out. It's like the lion that was trained, you know, with the with the chain, and mm -hmm. then the chain was taken off, and or maybe it was the elephant, and then they they act as though the chain is still there. Or have you heard? Um, have you seen like if you tie a horse to anything? It won't move and they'll, into nothing. they'll legitimately tie it to like a, a light plastic chair and the horse is like, oh, I'm stuck because it's trained. But when it has the, the lead on it, it just doesn't move. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's what we have done to ourselves. Yeah. Right. So getting unstuck, if, if you're out there and you're feeling like I can't get unstuck, I'm so stuck. I can't get unstuck. 
That's why, because you, you're accustomed to what that feels like. It's comfortable, even when it's uncomfortable. The chain is uncomfortable. The cage is uncomfortable. The lead is uncomfortable. But you're, you know that. You, there's predictability in that. You know what that means. Mm -hmm. To get unstuck, you don't know what that means. But I'm here to tell you, and Sunny's here to tell you, it is awesome. We're here yeah. for free will. We have free will. Use it. That's what I was just going to say. I think every time for me, when I feel stagnant, because it happens, right? Like we're, you and I are talking, Gail, about how like we overcame our stagnation, but I let's never be honest. feel it again. Let's no. be honest. It happens every single day. Like it, it does, right? Because it's this constant feedback loop, right? Where it's like, oh God, are you going to do that? Oh, you should, you know, like someone approached me the other day and they were like, hey, I'll offer you deep six figures to go back into corporate America. And the first part was like, oh God, that would be nice. And then I worked so hard on myself that the next was screaming in my head. That was like, no, like, what are you doing? Right. But it's not like, it's not like you get unstuck and then you're just like ice skating down with like no. butterflies and like nothing's holding you back. Right. Like it takes, it takes a, like discipline and, you know, uh, uh, so there's this quote, um, and the day came when the risk to remain tight in a bud overcame the risk it took to blossom. And I think that's a really great metaphor for like, okay, do you want to stay in this predictability, in this stagnation and be tight and pent up and not enjoying and fulfilling the life that you were put on this beautiful planet to fulfill? Or do you want to take a risk? Because what, what's the worst that happens? There's no failure. There's only feedback. What's the worst that happens? To learn something. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. And, and it's easy for us who, because we've gone through it mm -hmm. to talk about it as though it is easy, but it, it really is not. That's, that, that's all I can say. It, it really is not. I mean, oh, yeah. facing yourself and facing why you're stuck takes help, takes guidance, because it is so frightening. And it really isn't once you get there, but that's only our words, right? Because we have the experience of going through it. Someone who has not, it's just bullshit words, right? Yeah. But if someone is there holding your hand someone is there with your interest and only your interest in mind mm -hmm. if somebody is holding your hand who wants to guide you and show you that there's light on the other side then reach out to them if you're stuck and you really want to get out of it but you don't you're afraid be afraid with someone who's knows what that's like right oh yeah i I could, I would not be where I am without my coach. I would not be where I am without my coach. Right. And we're coaches. Everybody right. needs a coach. I, I have not, coaches all the time. Yeah. You yeah. Know, and, and it is terrifying. You know, I exchanged the, the stress of unhappiness in my previous life 
with the stress of entrepreneurship, right? And like, ooh, am I, am I, you know, in the early years, am I going to make rent this month? Am I, you know, oh, I guess I better pull back. But I got to tell you, I was doing it fully knowing that like, I am a hundred percent in control of the life that I'm living. And I think that is one of the most empowering things that us as human beings need to remember is, is like, life is not bestowed upon us. Like no matter what, we all make choices, right? We're choosing to stay in our unhappy marriage. We're choosing to stay in a body that's 40 pounds too heavy. We're choosing to stay, you know, to some extent, right? Like, obviously there are always circumstances where like, they're kind of out of your control, but but you know, we're humans, we're given free will, we're, we're given a brain to think and, and to, to do things on our own. And the day that I realized that this is my freaking life, it's my life, I'm choosing right now to have all the boxes checked and to be effing miserable. Instead, I'm gonna take that choice and I'm gonna take that stress and I'm gonna take those emotions and I'm gonna turn it into something that makes me happy. F everybody else. I don't care. Like, I don't care what your expectations of me are, because if I'm making myself happy, like, sorry, not sorry. Like, oh, I love that. Sorry. Sorry. Not sorry. When I have my doubts, cause I do just like you, I mean, every morning I wake up and go, Oh, you know, I don't wake up and say, yeah, I'm going to have this podcast. I wake up and go, okay, what's on my list today? But when I take a look at who I'm meeting with and what I'm going to be doing, you know, I get excited about that, but I still have the struggle of, I really just want to sit here with my cup of coffee. The sun is <laughs> up. Oh my God, spring is coming. I want to watch the flowers come out. So yeah, I can do that. I actually will be doing that when we're done. <laughs> I, I can squeeze that in right before my, my next meeting. But I also love the conversations that I have, love the fact that you and I are talking and someone will hear this. And if we impact one life, we've done our job. Okay. Right? That, you know, and that is really, it's one life at a time. That's yeah. all we can hope for is one life at, the at a time. Because if that person wakes up, the person next to them will see it. Maybe they'll yeah. wake up yeah. and so on and so forth. And it's how the dominoes work. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, that's it. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's how the dominoes work. So, so getting, getting unstuck, getting, un, uh, and it's different than being rooted. Rooted yes. is good. Yeah. Um, rooted is something that I struggle with, right. Not being stuck, but staying grounded and staying rooted and not flying off to the next thing. Cause I'm so excited about it. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. And uh, learning how to manage your life. So I'm not saying quit corporate and become an entrepreneur. We just happen to be entrepreneurs holding this podcast. But I can yeah. hold a podcast with someone who's very happy in corporate and have that's a similar. What I, that's right? what I was just going to say. It's yeah. the perspective, Gail, because my stuck is somebody else's dream and desire and and oh my God, I want that. Yes, right? and so you left so that person who wants to do that can fill that space. Exactly. Right, it, it, exactly. And, and that to me is so, um, so important to understand. I really don't, I'm not 
pushing for people to leave corporate. But if you're not happy with what you're doing, let's find what makes you happy. That gentleman whose business was getting him down, we actually designed what does his perfect job look like? And he went into corporate, right? Now, yeah. he stayed there for about, I'd say seven or eight years because the plan was you go into corporate so that your base, Maslow's base is taken care of. And you start thinking about what you want to do. Here's some exercises to dream, mm -hmm. right? Try a few things out on the side. Don't quit your corporate job. You need to, you need that comfort level. He needed that comfort level. Gotcha. When you find the thing that floats your boat, make it happen. And he's an entrepreneur now. His business is not getting him down, right? But he had the corporate loving that job. And he actually took what he learned from there into his next adventure, right? Awesome. Right. So, you know, it's, you're never too late, right? There's always a way to go. Uh, and it's for some people that I've worked with, their, what, what gets their juices going is not something that they see as a career, but it's something that they can see doing on the side. Yeah. Right. One of, that reminds me of a story. One of the most impactful teachers I had in high school I don't even think he knows how impactful he was. It was senior year, one of our last classes together. And he said, all right, guys, pull out a sheet of paper. And he goes, and I want you to write zero to 100 on the sheet of paper and then divide it out by fives and tens. And we're like, okay. And he goes, how old are you? And we're like, well, I was 17. Put a, put a blip on 17. I go, okay. And he goes, now look at all the gap in front of you. Don't ever think that you should stay where you are because you've been in the relationship for two years, or I put so much time into this career. He said, I want you to carry this around and keep going back to it. And throughout your life, always remember that there's so much more time to be happy and to be who you we're truly meant to be that like, I don't care if you're 50 and you've been in your career, if you wake up and you're unhappy, look at how you have at least 50 more years left. And like, it was, I, I use that with my clients all the time. I use that with my parents all the time. You know, they're like, Oh, well, you know, I'm in my seventies. I'm like, and you have 30 more years left to live. <laughs> like, Let's or go. More. Yeah. So yeah. my oldest sister, just to give you a, a, a glitch, is 20 years older than me. And so she's retired and, you know, does her little thing. And I talk to her and I'm like, you're my litmus. As long as you're still going, I'm like, I'm going to continue going. Right. It's like you just are so inspiring. Right why wouldn't I keep going? And age to me has no bearing on the choices mm -hmm. that I make, right? My desires of what I want out of life change because my life circumstances change, right? No longer have kids to, to support, right? No longer have a mortgage to support, no longer, right? Whatever, because so my circumstances change would give me different opportunities, 
Mm-hmm. Right. And so that's, I make choices based on different opportunities showing up. Right. Yeah. Um, and well, go ahead. I was going to say, but like, what, what do we hear all the time, Gail, when we're coaching people? Oh, I it's can't. Like, well, oh, I the house. I have a wife. I have kids. I have a car. Well, yeah, or, I have bills. I've given my life to this career. You know what? I'm 40 years old and I've never been able to lose weight before. You know what? Like I'm too old to do this. And, and that's where you go. It's a head scratcher because that's where I'm like your friend before. Like I'm the eternal optimist. I'm the Pollyanna. I'm like, hold on, hold on. I don't, I don't care really what's behind you. I care about who you are, what you want now to then create this long-term happiness for you. I don't care that you're 50 years old and you've never, you've never lost weight. doesn't mean we can't do it. I don't care that you've been a lawyer for 40 years. Now you're unhappy with it. You've tried to make yourself happy. You want to be an entrepreneur. Who cares that you've been there for 40 years? Every day is a new chance to start over. Every day. Exactly. 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 Prove yourself wrong, people. <laughs> I, I have so many clients that, you know, when I was 18, I had this dream and then I got married and we had kids and I let the dream go. I'm like, well, that's unfortunate. You know, I was married to a man. I mean, he was a musician, an amazing jazz musician, and he should have been on the road. And as soon as we got married, he felt, now I was the breadwinner, by the way, but he felt responsible for the family. And I'm like, I'll go with you. I've got, you know, I'm 100% behind you. Let's go to LA. Let's go to San Francisco. Let's go to New Orleans. You get, let's go to New York. Where do you want to go? Yeah, let's do it. No, no, that's okay. I have responsibilities. No, no, I have responsibilities. I'll take care of those. I will get the freaking job. You go yeah. play. Right? Yeah, the desire, the desire, the desire for change has to outweigh the momentary comfort. It has to, you have to advocate for yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and, and that's another thing. I don't make it happen, you don't make it happen. We provide the tools that provide an opportunity. You still oh, yeah. gotta, you, these guys, you still gotta do the work. You it's gotta so, do the work, sorry. Yeah, that conversation, <laughs> the easiest way to attribute it is like, through lifting or through working out. And I have that conversation with my client all the time, with my clients all the time. Oh my God, you have made me so sore. I'm like, I didn't do shit. Let's be honest here. (laughs) You're the one making this choice. This is all you like, don't give me your power. Like you were the one that's doing this, you know? Exactly. Exactly. I will tell you that in the past two years. So I started, I did uh, 75 hard in November of 2020. Okay. And for 75 days, I was on a, an exercise routine, a food routine and no alcohol, blah, 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 blah. And I stuck with it for 75 days. And you talk about getting up and going, right. But I did it. And, um, and in that time I started to see my body change. So I continued working out. I've just recently stopped for other reasons, but I will be going back. I still do push-ups and stuff like that to kind of keep it in tone. My body is completely different. 
my body has changed. And I was getting the saggy thighs, right? The, the, mm. the, the, the crinkly thighs and, you know, the, the shaky, I love the, the shaky system. You can see it shake a little bit still, but it was like <laughs> arm. And like, how can I be a coach? And I'll be on stage in a t-shirt and lift my arms up. No, <laughs> can't do that. Right. And that is completely gone. And along with that, the first thing I said to my coach is, Hey, my jeans got tighter because my ass lifted. Thank you. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, and then I was working out one time and one of the women would go, holy crap, you've gotten skinny, right? It's like, not really weight wise, because I was building muscle, right? Yep. Losing fat, but building muscle, um, but firm. So it looks like I'm skinnier, but firm. You can change your body. Yeah. You can change your habits. You can change your life. You can get unstuck, but it takes commitment. It takes work. But it also takes someone there to encourage you. I have a great trainer. She's amazing, right? Yeah. With, with, uh, with her motivation, with her approach, you know, she's the perfect person for me, right? Um, find that perfect person for you mm -hmm. and stick with them, right? Mm -hmm. Give Sunny a call. She might be that perfect person. So Sunny, thank you so much for your time. And how can people get in touch with you? Uh, the easiest is probably through my website. It's Sunny Blake Fitness. So S-U-N-N-E-E-B-L-A-K-E-Fitness.com. Um, yeah, and there's just a contact form there. Um, I'm on Instagram, like I think everyone and their mom is. So that's at Sunny Blake um, or Coach Sunny at gmail.com. Um, we're doing, we're doing awesome things over here. So I have a four week masterclass launching mid April that I'm super excited about. So fantastic. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So Sunny, she's online, she's virtual as well as in person. So if you're in the Denver area, go down and look her up. If you're not, don't worry about it. It doesn't matter anymore. You don't have to be in real life for anything anymore. And this is Gail Craft from the knowledge. No, shit, no. It's Gail Craft from the Empowering Process. If this resonated with you or something came up, let us know. Share it, like it, subscribe to it. If you know someone who maybe could get something out of this, share it out to them and let them know all about it. We'd love to hear from you and we thank you for your time. Thank you, Sunny. Goodbye, Thank you for listening to the Empowering Process Podcast. Be sure to visit Gail at gailcraft.com to learn more about how she serves thought leaders, entrepreneurs, and goal seekers. And remember, if you like this broadcast, be sure to share and subscribe so you don't miss an episode.